really quickly before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to say that this episode was filmed before Seaspiracy came out, which uh, is a documentary um, talking about our world's oceans and just different things. And we do mention some things about whales and stuff like that in this episode that I probably would have gone a little bit like deeper into now that I've seen like Seaspiracy. Um, but I just wanted to like let that be known because it was like <laughs> such a huge documentary that came yeah. out talking about um, our oceans and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, just wanted to make that known. And uh, let's jump into today's episode. Yes, let's. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, Alyssa. Hey, Samantha. Are you prepared? Um, <laughs> I was prepared like two weeks ago when I researched this. Yeah. But I, I do have notes. So, so I would say I'm prepared. <laughs> okay, so you're um, physically prepared, mm-hmm. emotionally, mentally not. Yeah, it's just like I, I could have told you this story like without a hitch like mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, but now I feel like I don't know. Haven't really, like my dissertation, you know, defending yeah. it. <laughs> I think it's going to go great. Thanks. I have all the confidence <laughs> in the world. Stuck at the office or traffic jam. Time to take it easy with a listen Sam. Is that show you know? A pro. Okay, so for today's episode, uh, you guys had requested we do a part two to the weird science episode, which I. <laughs> found just like weird facts and researched them and then told you about them um specifically the eyelash face mites was yeah you know that was pretty horrific anyway so I decided to go on a quest to find more scientific facts however as is with me in research I go in thinking one thing I come out another okay I mean, that's what learning's all about. Yeah. So this is kind of... Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> so this is kind of... It started out as weird science facts, okay? I'll, I'll say that. But then I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. Okay. That I find very interesting. Like, this is the thing about history. <laughs> <laughs> is I feel like had... Well, I just don't know now because I enjoyed history in high school. But I feel like had we learned, like, this fun shit... I would have been like, wow, that's really interesting. Well, I mean, like, history in general is interesting. But, like, just throw in some, like, little, little like, little fun tasty, tasty nuggets. Yeah, anyway. Ew, I hate that I just said that. Tasty nuggets. It's too late now. It reminds me of the Wendy's chicken nuggets I had last night. Anyway, and then I'm, I'm going to, <laughs> so I'm going to tell you the story. Then I'm going to pose you a question. Okay. Okay, and then we'll discuss the question. That's the outline <laughs> for today's program. <laughs> that is the agenda for today. Okay. Okay, so here's where I started with weird science. I was on Reddit, as I do. Yeah. And I saw that sperm whales are the loudest whales on Earth. They're the loudest sound, sorry, that we know of on Earth. Okay? Um, by decibel. Okay. So when I was reading into this, I was like, but that's crazy. Like, louder than like a jet like louder than whatever yes so what it seems like is so that's where i was gonna go with this okay it seems like sperm whales are just like these sweet little creatures because they could actually kill you with the vibrations from from their sound <laughs> okay but we've so- i'm sure it's like a really deep noise but i'm picturing like ah! <laughs> like <laughs> them just like screeching at you <laughs> but i think that that's 
I think that is what whales sound like. I mean, I don't know. Screeching? Well, don't they sound like like a picture um, Dory doing it? Yeah, there. She's like it's like. Whoa. Yeah. Like low. <laughs> okay. Low and slow. But when I hear it on like the what is that called? Is it a sonogram? No. The the sonar thing. The sonar. Yeah. 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 Um. It sounds like. Like it kind of does yeah. sound like louder. Or like higher, higher pitch. pitch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's just wild to me that like they could kill us if they wanted to just by like, you know, opening their mouths yeah. and emitting a sound. But they don't because what it seems like is that when... they're friendly. <laughs> yeah, they're friendly giants. Because when yeah. divers are diving with them, it seems as though they decide to whisper for us. Oh, okay. That's really nice. Because they know they'll kill us. <laughs> <laughs> I've been down this road before, Joe. <laughs> Easy there. <laughs> so that's... Kill us... Wait, kill us how? Like, I'm... <laughs> again i'm just gonna tell you what i'm picturing here <laughs> okay. i'm picturing them like opening our mouth their mouths and us immediately being like, <laughs> like yeah so like microwave splat <laughs> god i just have it somewhere like even the decibels or is it just that we go into like shock from the loudness okay so its clicks have been recorded at 230 decibels a jet engine for reference is between 120 to 140 decibels hmm okay and could kill us with their vibrations. And then I said, but it Oh, seems, vibrations, yeah. Yeah, but it seems like they choose to whisper as not to harm us. So what I'm assuming is that it would, like, shatter all of our bones. It would just, like, shake you up from the inside. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that's crazy. 230 decibels, like, a jet engine is between 120 and 140. I'm curious, like, is that amplified or lessened by the fact that they're in water? Oh, I don't know. Hmm. I would almost say that it's, like, lessened because isn't everything, like, slower and shit in water? Well, and I just feel like it would stifle the sound as yeah. well, you know? Hmm. So tech, so maybe it's even, even louder more when we get them out of the water. No kidding. I saw this thing on TikTok last night. It, I don't know if it was like a real thing or not, but these divers were, um, I don't have enough information on this to be like talking about it, but <laughs> I, they were trying to locate. That's the point of a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing... I am not at all qualified. Let me talk about it for an hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were trying to find something circle and it was in the, oh my God, the triangle. What is that triangle? Bermuda called? triangle. The Bermuda triangle. Yeah. And then anyway, there were like these weird noises like down there and the divers were down there. And then like one diver floated to the surface and the other diver was just like never found. But they f- saw this thing behind them that was so big they couldn't even see it in full. I don't know if this is real. But it was like a thalassophobia like thing. And it was so spooky. Like, dude, the, the, I can't say it enough. Like water freaks me out. Like not so much that I can't like swim in it or whatever. Yeah. Just the fact that we actually haven't explored like the, the vast majority of our oceans. Yeah. Which brings me to another thing. I will get to the sperm whales. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This brings me to another thing that people were claiming. Like, how do you know that megalodons, like the giant, giant, like prehistoric sharks. Yeah. They did exist. Right? <laughs> I mean, you said that word with a lot of conviction, so I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, megalodon meaning big tooth is an extinct species of shark yes. that lived approximately 23 to 33.6 million years ago. That's a big jump. 20 Wait, 23 Wait, 23 million to 3.6 million years ago or 23 years ago to 3.6 million years no, ago? No, no, it million. For sure. But why would they put it like that then? Why would why wouldn't they say three point six to twenty three million years ago? I don't know. 
Maybe because I think like they were around twenty three years ago. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I question myself, like when I I'm very like yeah like con like convinced that I know the truth on something until I come on the podcast and I'm like oh but do I? <laughs> yeah, but now that I'm putting it out there, I don't yeah. know. Anyway, so I was reading this thing where people were like, but how do you know they don't exist anymore and they're extinct when we've only discovered like between 8 to 20% of the world's water? Yeah. And um, which is another stat that I had read. So don't come at me. I read 8% and then I read 20%. So I'm saying between 8 and 20. Um, can't, but, go, can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Can't go wrong with a range. Yeah. Between 1 to 100% <laughs> we've explored. <laughs> But then this um, other TikToker, I wish that I I knew. This was just me scrolling at like 1 a.m. Um, I wish I knew who it was, though. But he was saying the reason we know, he's like, sure, if you want to think that way. But think about how big these fuckers are. Yeah. Okay. They were ginormous. And they wouldn't be able to survive in the depths of the ocean because um, so something about like breathing. Like, they wouldn't be able to breathe down there because they need more oxygen. And, like, I guess the water mm -hmm. is, like, less oxygenated, oxygenated down there. And then also, they would starve to death. And when he posed this, he was like, they would starve to death today like they did back then. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, um, again, something to do with the um, Earth's atmosphere, like the oxygen levels. Uh, I can't speak today. Um, in the Earth's atmosphere back then, when they lived, were a lot greater and yeah. so animals grew to be a lot greater but then when that decreased this is all I don't know if this is real I'm just like telling you a TikTok I watched um <clears throat> as it decreased animals got smaller that's your reference <laughs> yeah. and so like the megalodon couldn't feed itself it needed so much food and then apparently also like great white sharks like were eating up a bunch of the megalodon's food or something like that and I guess the megalodon's didn't want to eat the great white sharks anyway that was interesting to me because people are like, well, how do you know? How would you know? Yeah. But it's like, well, there are reasons that we know. Yeah. And like looking at a megalodon jaw versus like a great white shark jaw, it's outrageous. Like a megalodon jaw is like, I have my hands like fully wide like this. <laughs> and then looking at a great white shark. I have my hands big wide right big now. Wide. <laughs> and then looking at a great white shark jaw, it's like, I'm, I'm making like the sign for like little, like small. <laughs> okay. It's like wild, the difference. Anyway, um, could you imagine though a megalodon like coming up to you? Like great white sharks are like, they're misunderstood, number one. I'm not trying to like spread fear about sharks. But I mean, just in general, like the ferocity of their teeth, you know, that's a little scary. It's the same for me with like crocodiles. Sharks don't scare me though. Yeah. Well, actually most animals don't scare me. I'll say that. Yeah. Well, and they're misunderstood because people- Aren't we all? Yeah. We are still you know? a little misunderstood. <laughs> Hashtag pink. Um, because people, I mean, media in Hollywood, I should say, um, has like depicted them, especially Jaws. That really Let's talk about the media slander of sharks. Yeah. It needs to end today. Well, but I have to specify Hollywood because sometimes people get mad when I talk about media and I clump it all together because like the news is media and like social yeah. media. So anyway, Hollywood, Jaws specifically, really gave sharks a bad name. But they're not like trying to eat humans. You know, they don't like humans. They yeah. accidentally, they just accidentally do. You just ended up in there. I'm sorry. God. <laughs> yeah. um, One time I fucking <laughs> ate a surfer. Jesus. <laughs> but like shark attacks are actually like quite, quite rare. And the, um, I read that the reason that they're increasing is because of um, the, the like lack of fish now. 
in certain yeah. areas, right? So they're coming closer in. Well, the the uh, just the way that our agriculture industry destroys the planet, um, because like there's so much uh, runoff of like growth hormones and stuff like that in our produce and it goes into the oceans eventually and then it causes the seaweed to grow really rapidly and take up all of the oxygen in that area Aww. and then it creates a dead zone Aww. isn't that crazy yeah yeah That's not from sad. tiktok <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe a little bit more like um fact-based <laughs> anyway okay that's like my big whole thing so um, let me tell you about sperm whales. So now. the question I pose to you is, can you imagine being approached <laughs> by a megalodon? <laughs> oh, yeah, what say you? Ask you? Could you imagine? I feel like even them just like <laughs> opening their mouth to eat you, you would just like, uh, it would create like a water a vacuum. Suction. Yeah. Like yeah. Kirby. Like, yeah. Like Kirby. <laughs> yeah. And you'd just be like, whoop, right in this. They wouldn't even have to chew you. Well, you would just I think be straight that in their stomach like bad. a snake. Yeah. I think that'd be okay. Would it though? Because like what you wouldn't die all right away. It would just be super dark. I drowned. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get in there, it's like a living room, there's air. <laughs> but would there be? No. Because they're underwater. I'm sure a little bit, but if they're sucking me in with a bunch of water, then I'm probably not gonna like True. The water's gotta go somewhere too with me. Oh yeah, I guess they they'd probably have to like gulp you down or else they'd just always be like gulping water mm -hmm. i wonder how that works i'm interested in the digestive system of sharks now they like chew you and like spit out <laughs> the water <laughs> can they digest bones i wonder yeah they must, they be, must able be able to obviously or like maybe not digest but they can shit it out i imagine <gasps> i've never thought about the excretions of Whale sharks poop? no oh. same same <laughs> any, any 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 large aquatic animal i've never thought about that like small ones i've thought about because it's like you can see little like bass pickerel fish poop depending on where in canada you're from bass <laughs> wow that was oddly specific because <laughs> when, when i was growing up that's what we caught at my cabin and you Thunder only Bay. had bass pickerels bass pickerel and pike those were the fish that were in the lake that we lived on right. we didn't live on a lake it was like a family cabin that had no running water <laughs> Yeah, I have a family camera that has no running water, too. Ah. Well, it's on sewage. Or, like, uh, a sept uh, septic tank. Oh, we didn't we didn't have... There was just no water at all. There was, like, no toilet. Oh, okay. Like, there was an outhouse. Oh. Yeah. That's a, that's, I'm gonna, that's a no for me. You know what? It wasn't that bad. The only thing was I was scared of the outhouse. I'd have to walk out there 40 fucking times a night right now. Yeah, weirdly, like, back then I didn't have to... Yeah, no kidding. Could you imagine being pregnant there? No. That would be the worst. The one of them was like actually quite spacious and it was like really cute in there. But then the other one was just like, it was so sad. Gross. Yeah. But they were made out of wood. Like it wasn't like we had construction porta potty sort of things. It was like, you know, cute. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> sperm whales. <laughs> so <laughs> sperm whales are named after spermaceti. Okay. A waxy substance that is, that was used in oil lamps and candles, which is found on their head. So that's why they're called sperm whales. Because I know that, like, you know, the kids these days, they're like, oh, sperm whales. It's, mm. Grow up. Grow up. It's about <laughs> the waxy substance that was using oil <laughs> lamps, okay? Um, they're, these are just, like, little fun facts about sperm whales first. Their heads account for one-third of their body. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a big head. Yeah, but they've got a lot, they've got a lot of oil to give. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they got a lot of waxy substance up there. 
They're relatively placid animals and mainly feed on squid. Okay. Okay. They, they, they like a little calamari. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then in 18... Okay. So this is where we're going to get into like the thing I'm excited about. Um, so there's... Because they're placid animals, there's no reports of a sperm whale actually eating a human. But in 1820... Okay. Let's take it way back. That's why I was listening to Christine Aguilar when I was coming up here. Because there's a song where she's like, we're going to go... Well, it's actually like a, a sample. He's like, we're going to go way back back into time and then she's like oh yeah <laughs> like zoe 101 <laughs> you're like well this is just perfect for the sperm whale episode <laughs> now i have to play it all right hold on will we get a copyright strike if i play it oh mm-hmm. mm-hmm. worth a shot what we're gonna do right here is go back yeah <laughs> with sperm whales <laughs> okay anyway yeah so that's what i was thinking of <clears throat> so in 1820 a sperm whale ran, ran, oh my God, I can't live today. <laughs> a sperm whale ran <laughs> right out of the fucking ocean. Sam, imagine, imagine, imagine this giant sperm whale has like one third of its body as a head. It <laughs> keeps tripping over itself. It comes it's so top heavy. <laughs> it comes out of the water and it just has these tiny, tiny little feet, <laughs> like little caterpillars. And it's like... <laughs> Arguably the issue with T-Rex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not their feet, but their hands. Little. <laughs> I have a children's book that's about a T-Rex that can't hug anyone because really he has sad. such small hands. Small that's hands. really sad. Yeah, I know it is. Why would you buy that? <laughs> Look cute. Okay. Yeah. There's some kind of resolution at the end. I don't know. Hopefully. Hopefully he can hug the kid. Okay. You don't want that, though. He's a carnivore. Uh, anyway, <laughs> in 1820, a sperm whale rammed a whale ship named Essex, that caused it to sink. Okay. Okay. So basically what happened with this ship, okay, the reason that this is so cool is that it inspired the novel Moby Dick. Okay. Okay, that's why I was like, I was like, oh, this is so crazy that this is like where Moby Dick came from. Uh, Sorry, so before I get into the story, then I like went on to like search, okay, but what is a whale ship? And like, why were they like searching for whales? Because like in my lifetime, I haven't really heard of a use for whales in like eating and stuff like that just in my own like little bubble so anyway whale ships are for the catching and processing of whales and they had like a harpoon on the front to catch the whales and the indigenous were removing meat for food but the english it was mostly a source of oil okay so this is like back in 1820 or around there they started an epidemic of them ramming whale ships. <laughs> well, that's what I think is so... Bu- I might look at... Do you see a bubble coming out of my nose right now? No, actually. Oh, my God. You're in the clear. Uh, I'm not. So for the English, it was mainly a source of oil. They would take the oil from the blubber of the whale and use it for lamp oil through the 16th to 19th centuries. After World War II, however, food was scarce for some countries, specifically in Japan. Uh, so they did turn to whales for food. And from my research now, it looks like those that um, still eat whale and stuff like that, again, specifically in Japan, from my research, it's because they're looking for like the nostalgic comfort foods from like after the war. War times. Yeah. It, that, I just found that really interesting because I feel, I, I think that that happens in like a lot of countries, mm-hmm. like a lot of the different foods even that like are in, in Danish culture, which like I just obviously know more about. So I'm like one third Danish. Um, <laughs> I'm like pretty fucking Danish. There's still like recipes that, 
you know, we use yeah. that were from um, after the war and stuff like that because they were so uh, inexpensive. I, can I just say, how the fuck did anybody figure out that you could use whale blubber t- to burn for, for lamps? How did we figure out anything? Yeah. That's a little confusing for me. For me, like, it's, like, plants, too, that you can eat. Oh, that was trial and error for sure. But, like, still, you know? Yeah. How, like, and then you just, like, re- recognize the plants and stuff like that. Just, like... Yeah, and then you pass it on from generation to generation. Don't eat that fucking berry, man. <laughs> It'll kill you. Yeah, that one will get you. It's just, like, oh, we just were born into this, like, beautiful... Oh, no, this outlet doesn't work this anyway this beautiful society that like we can just google anything we want see but with plants it makes sense to me because it's like plants are on fucking land with us so you know sure like we came to like understand what we could and couldn't eat and that's all fine and well but like uh, oh who 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 caught a fucking whale and then was like this shit this part i'm gonna try and burn it (laughs) I don't know, guys. Let's but, see how it goes. But you know what may have happened? This is, again, just like me spitballing an idea. Don't know what actually happened. They could have been, like, using the whales for meat at first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, just, it, yeah, I think that because it was happening at the same time. Um, and then maybe they tried to, like, they don't, they weren't super fond of the blubber, so they tried to just, like, burn it to get rid of it because, like, whales are pretty freaking big. Or maybe what they were using before that was similar in texture to the blubber, and they were like, let's try it. Let's give it a go. Yeah. Anyway, maybe they saw that the blubber was like, just like on flames on what's how, how what? Inflamed. Inflamed. It stayed inflamed. It's it <laughs> burned. Burned. Burned yeah. for like hours and hours and hours. And they were like, this is wild. This is a great source of fuel for our lamps. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so I'm looking for something for my lamp for <laughs> a fucking long time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is what you'll... Be happy about if you All like right. whales. Um, the International Whaling Commission has banned commercial whale hunting since 1986, making an exception for scientific research. However, it, it's a little unclear to me here because Iceland and Norway apparently continue to hunt whales not for scientific research and are allowed to hunt mink whales. It must be it must be um, species dependent. Yeah, one mink whales are like there's tons of them. See, but that's what we always say until there's fucking not. Yeah, and that's true. So you, you know? overfish. And or we fucking make an entire species of bird extinct like we did in Canada here. Which bird? Don't remember. Oh. But um, at the Museum of Anthropology on at UBC. Oh. Um, I'm pretty sure that's the name of the museum. They talked about that bird because like there would be like huge, huge, huge like flocks of this bird that would fly overhead for like hours for like a whole flock to like go by. Um, and so we had like just like millions of these birds and then we started eating them and then we made them completely extinct oh whoa yeah that's crazy yeah huh um this is a direct quote (laughs) i didn't write down my source i'm so sorry um but the direct quote says the aboriginal inuit people of the canadian arctic are the only canadians allowed to legally hunt for whales and it looks like they hunt for bowhead whales which are also the oldest existing species of whale in the world. And they have a lifespan of 200 years. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and meat from a whale cannot legally be sold in America. Okay. So there you go. America, North America. I'm going to say America because I wrote America. Okay. And I think that, yeah. 
think I would have written North America if that was true. But I, I, I can't see us. Well, I don't know. Maybe we do sell well meat. Well, here. because a of, little bit. It looks like in the in the Canadian Arctic, you can. Yeah, that makes fucking sense. Yeah. Okay. It's just not like a. I wouldn't say that it's like a commodity. Do you know what I mean? It's not like ooh, like it's whale just, meat. Yeah, it's Yum. like the indigenous are using it for food and fuel and such, etc. Yeah. yeah, which makes sense to me. Just a moment to thank today's first sponsor, which is Rothy's. You know what? It's 2021, and I just, like, I don't have the time to wear uncomfortable shoes anymore. Yeah. We were just talking about this the other day, about wearing uncomfy shoes, and I'm just, I'm not here for it. The capacity for that has um, come and gone. Oh, yeah. I'm 27. I need <laughs> I need Rothy's only. When we got sent our sneakers we got them both in bright white okay which is like wild because i am not careful with any of my clothing products like yeah you're not a white sneaker wearer are you no because they're always dirty sam like i exclusively wear white sneakers no because i could never get them clean but with rothy's you can put them in the washing machine like i don't even have to like mess with them you know what i mean i just throw them in there they come out they're completely clean it's unreal but when we got sent these sneakers i put them on and i was like oh Oh, these are, I'm never taking these no, off. No breaking in period. Yeah. it's, it's They just for, feel so right. They're also crafted with eco-friendly materials like repurposed plastic water bottles and marine plastic. In fact, they have transformed over 75 million bottles into beautiful shoes, handbags, and face masks. I really love that. If you want to experience the comfiest shoes of your lifetime, you can go to rothys.com slash approachable. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash approachable. Thank you so much, Rothys. Another huge thank you to my bae, Skillshare. <laughs> We've been with Skillshare and I have been together a long time now. I know. Oh two years. Aww. Because they came on in, like, right after season one, didn't they? I can't believe they didn't say happy anniversary to me. Yeah. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't know what Skillshare is, it's an online learning platform where you can take thousands of classes, anything from uh, creative writing to languages, photography. Like, honestly, it is, this is going to sound like this was scripted. I literally am just saying this. It's a one-stop shop, okay, for, like, anything that I want to learn how to do, like, there's there's bread making courses. It's it's pandemic friendly. It, <laughs> the best banana bread. Yeah. Uh, I just love Skillshare. It's so much more affordable than having to go and try and find classes in your city and stuff like that. Even like having to drive there and not even to mention with obviously what we can't do right now. Mm-hmm. Um, still in Canada for sure. Uh, it's just nice to have it on on your computer. I can literally quickly go onto the computer and take a class and then kind of like know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? In something. I just love it. You can become a real jack of all trades. And that's honestly my goal. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm trying Self-sustaining. to self-sustaining. Yeah. I'm trying to cross things off of my learning bucket list mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, one of the classes that I wanted to mention again, I think we've mentioned it before, but it's uh, Podcasting Secrets, How to Start Your Own Podcast by Nikayla Matthews Ocom. I really think that this is a beneficial class for people to take because podcasts are so popular right now. And I feel like that's kind of like almost where we're heading. 
which is great that, you know, we started <laughs> early. <laughs> but this class goes through everything from like what is podcasting, setting goals, choosing what kind of theme you want, your title, um, equipment overview, like all of these questions that you and I honestly get so often mm-hmm. and, and that even our friends want to ask us like, what's your equipment and stuff like that. Um, it's all in this class. And I just think that that's really cool that you can like go on there, kind of get an idea. It lays the groundwork for you. And then you can go and, and kind of use your creative mind onward. And then you too can create a podcast with your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> the dream we all didn't know that we needed. Yeah. So if you guys want to find your inspiration and creativity, you can go to Skillshare.com slash approachable and get a free trial of a premium membership. That's Skillshare.com slash approachable for a free trial of a premium membership. Thank you so much, Skillshare. And uh, happy two year anniversary with me. Yeah. Only with Alyssa. Only with me. <laughs> this is this is one party relationship. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so on to the shipwreck, eighteen twenty. This is good year. So the the ship. <laughs> The ship actually left the docks before 1820, but this is when the sperm whales said we've had enough, okay? So the Essex was an American whaler from Nantucket, Massachusetts. (laughs) Uh. In 1820, it was hit and sunk by a sperm whale thousands of miles off the coast of South America. Which, like, yeah, like, good riddance. Like, that's so hilarious to me that this, like, sperm whale was like, oh, you thought so. Yeah. (laughs) You thought so. Bitch, you thought. Bitch, you thought. (laughs) And I don't think I have this written down in here. Legend has it. You could actually hear them saying, bitch, you thought. (laughs) So uh, this whale, apparently it was just, like, one whale that decided it had had enough. So it rammed the ship one time. And then it didn't sink the ship, okay? They were just trying to, like, repair it because they were like, oh, that was crazy. And then it gave it to him two times. And then it came around and hit it from the back. Oh, shit. <laughs> anyway, and then it sunk the ship. There you go. Um, so the sperm whale... Oh, I did write this down, and I have more information. So the sperm whale apparently hit it once at about three knots. I don't know how they measured this. You know, this is like in the 1800s. I'm unsure. But I also don't know how they measured if we're getting pulverized by fucking whale sounds left, right, and center. How did we, how did we track the the sound of the decibel? Sonar. It's but it's shocking to me that like sonar wouldn't also be incapacitated by. Yeah, I don't know that decibel. Anyways, go ahead. I'm sure we have like you know science. Science, I'm sure we have science. (laughs) I don't know. Okay, so anyway, three knots and then came back around and hit it again at about six knots. So with 20 men on this ship, they had three little whale boats. Okay, I don't know. I don't understand because the, the whalers were quite large. And then these whale boats were like tiny little boats, almost um, like you would see dinghies. on like, yeah, like dinghy <laughs> sort of thing. But I think they were wooden back then, obviously. Um, but they also had little like harpoons on them. And then they would use them to drag the whale back to the whaler ship. And I'm like, but why wouldn't you just use the whaler ship? Maybe because you could get like multiple at a time. Well, yeah, probably because you would like basically like herd them back in front of the ship with those smaller ships. Uh, so you'd be chasing them towards like where they, you needed them idea. to go. Yeah. So anyway, they had these three whaler boats and they had to like split up and try to survive on these whaler boats. So 
they were obviously dehydrated and starving, but they had grabbed bread from the whaler ship, but it got soaked with salt water. Like when they brought it onto these whaler boats. Yeah, that would happen. So while they were trying to eat their rations, they were also dehydrating themselves by eating this bread. Moby Dick's like, all according to plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the captain's whale whaler boat was also attacked by a killer whale while they were lost at sea. Wow. Like they, <laughs> these whales had had enough. All, all documented whale attacks happened to those 20 men. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> So they were out at sea. I can't remember for how long this was. I think it was like three weeks or something like that, which like how are these men surviving this long on sea, like on the ocean or whatever. Um, but apparently there was this option to go on Marquesas Island or Society Islands. I don't know. I didn't research further. Um, or maybe it was on the Society Islands. Anyway. They were, they were like far, but not like too far for them. So they were like, we can go to these islands and we, you know, we can see if there's food there and we don't have to be like stuck at sea. You know what I'm saying? There was this one guy. How um, are they coordinating all of this? <laughs> Texting? <laughs> at first they were all like sticking together. Morse code blinking <laughs> across the way of the sea. This is the thing is like they're, uh, they're like educated in the ways of the ocean so i'm sure that they've like done this before like how how did they know which way they were going to go back to the whaler like maybe they do have like you know they attached a note to a jellyfish and (laughs) sent it on its way carrier pigeon (laughs) the carrier pigeon of the sea yeah um anyway so they were going to go to this island but then there was one guy on this boat who was like the youngest guy and he was like no man like i heard that there's cannibals on those islands what do you think's gonna fucking happen on this boat, Frank? <laughs> Fuck's sake, we only have so much salty bread. And exactly. So this turned out to be a little prophetic. But anyway, this kid was like, no, we can't go to those islands. I've heard that there's cannibals on there. We won't survive. And there was like actually no record of there being cannibals on this island. This kid just like was... He was just talking out of his ass. Basically. And there were actually record of traders going there and returning safely. So it, like, made no sense that, like, 20 men were like, uh, sounds legit. (laughs) Dude, I saw it on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, they made it to this island called Henderson Island, eventually. But it was barren. So there was, like, no food for them. And so they were like, ugh, okay, like, what are we going to do? Like, we can either, like, try our best at sea, try to get somewhere else, or we can stay on this barren island and hope we get rescued, which is, like, is that going to happen? We don't know. Probably not. Anyway, three of the men decided to stay back on Henderson Island and just, like, try their best. They're like, you know what? I'm tired of being at sea, bro. <laughs> like, I want to be on dry land, go into the sea for a little dip. We'll risk it here at Henderson Island. And how long had they been at sea at this point? <clears throat> I can't remember. Okay. I probably would have been able to tell you two weeks ago, but now I can't remember. All right. Um, I do have how long they were at sea for, though, at the end. Okay. Um, okay. So these three guys decided to stay back. The rest of the guys were like divine because like, you know what? Hope you're going to be fine, but more food for us. Yeah. You know, survival of the fittest is what they were thinking. I'm sure. So there's gotta be fish around and shit, you know, like even if the thing was barren. Exactly. And those men did actually manage to survive the ordeal feeding off of mostly shellfish and bird eggs. Doesn't sound that fucking barren to me. Exactly. So they spent, those guys actually spent four months on the island before being rescued uh, by an Australian ship. Kind of just a little vacay. 
Yeah, I mean, like, horrific vacay. Probably. Maybe. Like, you're eating jellyfish and bird eggs, and then, like, I don't know how you're getting you water. You shellfish. Oh, shellfish. Sorry, I thought, uh, for some reason, I was thinking jellyfish. A delicacy. <laughs> In comparison. It's just, like, nothing. Like, yeah. I feel like you could eat it forever. And also, maybe poisonous. Don't know. Yeah. Um, anyway, so those guys, three of them, got rescued by an Australian ship. Ahoy, mighty. <laughs> Made the right decision. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so those guys, we'll forget about them. They got saved eventually. So then there's these 17 guys. So after weeks at sea, one sailor ended up going mad and demanding a dinner napkin and water. And then went into convulsions. Okay. Immediately after demanding this dinner napkin and water. Uh, and then died the next morning. This is where things kind of... Did they get... Did, did they get him a dinner napkin and water somehow of course not okay i mean interesting that he said water because like they were surrounded by water but i'm sure he meant like drinkable water yeah uh no they didn't they were like what the fuck is wrong with this guy he's like (laughs) yeah when it was said in the recounts of this story that they were like so hungry and so tired they couldn't even talk on the on the boats anymore except this guy fucking mouthing off about a dinner napkin well but that's what they said they said that nobody was talking at all and then suddenly like for like days and then suddenly this guy just like demands a dinner napkin and water and then starts convulsing on the on the floor and then anyway yeah he died the next morning so this is where it turns dark the prophecy that part was already pretty this is worse for me I'm I'm sure it gets worse but I I would say that it had already turned dark (laughs) Yeah, I mean, being lost at sea for weeks, pretty dark. Yeah. Um, okay, so the men decided to eat him, obviously. Yeah, you know of what course. I mean? They were running out of salty bread. I think they probably had already <clears throat> run out of salty bread. Yeah. So they <laughs> ate him by separating his flesh and then cooking it on, like, some sort of thing that they had created. I don't know exactly what they had on these boats, but it said that it was almost like a skillet. Like, what you would think of, like, an 1820, like... Okay. Maybe it was, like, a piece of stone. All right. You know what I mean? Um... Anyway, more men ended up dying from these elements and they continued eating them to survive. And at one point, one of the boats just like disappeared and it was later recovered with three men's skeletons on board. So that boat just like, I guess, floated away and the men never got served. They never got rescued. Yeah. It's very sad. The remaining two boats ended up losing sight of each other as well eventually. So on the captain's boat, there were four men. Were they just drifting at this point? I imagine they had no energy to... Yeah. I don't even know if they had... I mean, they must have had some means to, like, move themselves originally. But, yeah, I think they were just, like, drifting around hoping somebody would come and find them. Much like the Australian ship. Yeah. Um, Which, actually, it's funny because, like, the Australian ship rescued those guys, like, way later. But, anyway. It sounded like they were kind of doing all right, so that's fine. But we don't know, right? Like... Well, they lived. Did you ever watch Lost? No, I didn't. Okay, well... I assume it would be, like, much worse than that. But they lived. (laughs) Yeah, they lived. There's other people in this story who lived. Okay, go on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me more. So on the captain's boat, there were the four men. They realized that without food, they were going to die. You know, they were like, listen, it seems like everybody's hanging on here. Nobody's dying, so there's no more food for us to eat. When do you guys kind of want to bite the dust or what? Yeah, exactly. So then there was a teenager on this boat, and he was like, here's the thing. Let's draw straws, (laughs) basically. They had, like, this other thing. Is this the same fucking teenager that said, like... I'm unsure. There's cannibals at that shit. I'm unsure. And now he's like, let's let's draw straws. I don't know. It kind (laughs) of seems like it's come to this. 
So anyway, it was it was something different than draw straws, but it was basically like modern day, like let's draw straws. So they did. And the captain's little cousin ended up being the chosen one. And he was trying to be like, no, like you can't shoot him. And then they were like, yeah, we are. Uh, we're fucking doing it. <laughs> so anyway, they shot him and they ate him. They had to, though, because, like, they were going to die. I have a inkling that I know the question you're going to pose to me <laughs> based on the uh, progression of events here. <laughs> so they shot him with the, I think, I guess, harpoon gun. I don't know. It's weird because I don't understand what was going on on that boat. Yeah. But they shot him somehow. Okay. Okay. So finally, after 89 days at sea, someone on the other boat, not the captain's boat, spotted an English ship and were rescued. So they, they spent 89 days. So that's like almost three months. It's a long fucking time. To be at sea? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy that they were able to survive. And I'm pretty sure there were three. How did they survive at all with no water? They must have been like able to catch rainwater or something like that. Yeah. You know, like they must have fashioned some sort of like device hmm. to catch rainwater same with the guys on the island yeah so 300 miles away the captain's boat only had two men left surviving okay i guess like one i don't know what happened one died maybe i don't know um and then they shot the other one so <laughs> they had these two men left surviving and they had just the bones of the deceased hanging out okay so they didn't have any food and it was just these two guys which is, like, also so scary because you would just be wondering if the other one was going to, like, kill you in your sleep. But then you'd be oh, alone. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? And that wouldn't be very fun either. Why wouldn't it get rid of the bones? So the reason they kept the bones is because they were sucking the marrow out of them. Oh. Yeah, they were they were smashing the bones on the bottom of the, the boat and, like, eating the marrow. Anyway, so that, yeah, the Dauphine, I, I couldn't find pictures of this there was also an american dauphine that was a navy ship in the war so i don't know if it like but that's like so long after 1820 do you know what i mean so i don't know if it was named after the ship or if you're allowed to name a ship the same thing if like enough time has passed statute to limitations of yeah ships i don't know naming yeah but anyway i couldn't find a picture they were rescued by that ship and when the crew of the dauphine or dauphin found them they refused to let go of the bones Oh. Like they they were still trying to like suck the marrow out. Hey, I heard on a loan, great program, um, that sometimes when people are like going into like starvation, they actually hoard food. So like right. they might have food to eat, but like it doesn't matter. Like they're hoarding it because you're going crazy. Yeah. So That's makes so sense. Interesting. These five guys, so there were three guys on the other boat, two guys on this boat. Plus the guys on the island all survived. It was like eight not guys. Bad. Yeah, that's not a bad 20. ratio. That's almost 50%. Survived. Yeah, they really had that fucking will to live, man. Honestly. So anyway, interesting. Which would you choose? Would you choose to stay on the boats or stay on the island? Oh, for sure I'd go on the island. Yeah, me too. Because like the, the, this is the thing with the boat is like you getting saved is going to be sheer luck. Mm -hmm. Like you're not going to find any more resources on the boat. You're not going to find any more food sources on the boat. Like, whereas like with the island, like, yeah, at first glance, it may be like barren, but you can probably, if if there's any kind of vegetation, if there's any kind of whatever, like 
you could pretty safely assume there's like a little bit of an ecosystem going on you know yeah. what I mean so even if you didn't like let's say because the thing is like I would be accepting that like probably I'm not going to be saved so what has the higher likelihood of me living going on this fucking boat with these cannibal ass bitches yeah that guy's going crazy I can already see it in his eyes <laughs> he's got the harpoon ready <laughs> Or going on the island. I would go on the island. But here's my thing is that. And you can also make like a shelter and like get fucking comfortable and not have to shit overboard. You know? Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Um, my thing is that like I don't feel like ships generally are going close to islands like that. And so I wonder if you're. But I mean, the ocean is so expansive. Um, I just wonder That's if you'd like be That's like needle in a fucking haystack, man. Yeah. Unless, like, I guess it depends, like, if I had any semblance of where I was, like, if I knew that I was, like, kind of near, like, um, like a, a, a route that's normally taken by boats or something like that, like, if I could make that safe assumption, then maybe I'd stay in the boat, but more likely I'd go on the island and be like, let's just fucking set up. But here's the thing, is, like, these were professional... Whalers. Whalers, and they they do understand like navigating in the water that's how they knew which islands and like where they were trying to head towards south america and um so i think that they probably would have tried to turn their boats in the direction of safety and the first boat got saved after 89 days the second boat a week later and then it took four months to save the guys on the island so like in these statistics it made more sense to stay on the boat although they didn't kill each other on the island yeah shit went a little fucking south on the (laughs) The boat Yeah. So again, like just in terms of like chance of survival, I feel like island is the, but also just like c- comfort of living. Yeah. I feel like island. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's nothing comfortable about sitting on a boat, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, you know, I could fashion a little, yeah, no, boat, the boats, the, the island sounds like a pleasure actually. Yeah. I mean, because I'm not like a whaler or a sailor or any other er. I think I would choose the island because it's what I'm I know. I'm just a wanderer. <laughs> so I would choose the island. <laughs> but I think if I had a lot of like understanding and respect for the sea, you know, yeah. maybe. Also, I will say there was this like unspoken code. This is like alleged, but there was like this unspoken code that like if you're lost at sea, you can like eat the deceased. It was like yeah, kind of just well known amongst the like whalers. That this is just, like, what happens sort of you, thing. You signed up for this. Yeah. Um, so anyway, after... So even more so, because if if you're lost at sea, that's the right. code. But n- nothing fucking set in stone <laughs> about the island, as far as I'm hearing. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't look further into the island. Mm. I kind of got bored with the island, right? Like, I was like, they were fine. You know, it's exactly shit was going down They on the were fine. Exactly. <laughs> Why would anybody choose the boat? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so anyway, after hearing the accounts of this story, Herman Melville wrote Moby Dick or The Whale from 1850 to 1851, and the book's ending is based on the sinking of the Essex. Oh. That's what I have there. That's interesting. About that. Anyway, if you were lost at sea, would you eat someone? <laughs> would you be able to? Um, I mean, it's really, really, really hard to say in this scenario. <laughs> yeah. Because, like... Of course, I would say, no, I don't think I could do that. But yeah. I don't know what, like, true starvation feels like. Yeah. So, well, fucking probably. Thing, it's, like, it's also a crime. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's illegal. 
Is it? In, has anyone ever been persecuted for that, though, in those circumstances? Oh, eating them after? But, but like, even just, like, okay, this was obviously, like, an extreme circumstance. Yeah. Of survival. Yeah. yeah, we fucking ate that guy. Well, but that's what I'm saying, is, like, the ones who had deceased from the elements feels different to me than drawing straws and shooting someone with a harpoon gun. Yeah, but the straw drawing was, like, consensual. Like, he, he, cha- he changed his mind at the end, obviously. <laughs> Convenient. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but, like, I... I mean, yeah. Unspoken fucking code, bro. I know. That's kind of how I feel. I'm like, I, I also haven't experienced starvation, but I can assume... I can assume that I would do what had to be done to survive. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that I would be able to, like, do the, like, let's kill someone. I don't think that that would be, like, a thing. Yeah, like, I feel like I would sooner be, like, okay, hold on. Like, how how far are we from the island (laughs) that those guys went to? Because, like, if this is what's going to be going on anyways, then maybe we should just hop over there real quick. Yeah. See if maybe they've got something else going on. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like we wouldn't have even been put in that situation because we would have been over there on the island. Yeah. We wouldn't have even known. Exactly. Exactly. Of what happened on the boats. There would be no need for cannibalism because I would be relaxed. Suntanning. In my. On Henderson Island. Yeah. And exactly. In my island abode. And exactly. That's really all I have for you. That was my story. (laughs) I think. Yeah. Whale facts. Yeah. Worth it. Anyway. That's the sperm whale. How the sperm whale dominated 20 men. I really like the um, trajectory we're on with this podcast. <laughs> Started talking about, you know, mental health, addiction, and end with just just cannibalism. Let's just oh, fucking no, throw it out there. <laughs> you brought it up! Yeah, but it feels different because it was in the 1800s. Well, now it's in fucking 2021 and we're putting it out there. I mean, I don't know. I, I just think like if you were in those circumstances, I also don't know that they would actually send you to jail, but I don't think you'd be concerned about that at the time. No. But like, I just can't see them being like, oh, cool. Yeah. Glad we found you guys. You ate him though. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to fucking take you to the clinkers. <laughs> well, for eating the deceased, I don't think that they would. But uh, yeah. kill- murder? I don't but know. but no i think they would still take you to jail for murder but if you were like with these three guys and you were like listen dude we drew straws i have the straws still <laughs> I, think that, I still have the straws <laughs> i don't know I, I i mean i don't know what was happening in the 1800s so i don't like now don't today do would. you think that they would take you to jail yes i do if you murdered somebody and ate them yes i you do think, think trudeau would put me in jail for that yes oh my god <laughs> um but in 1820 no not just in general i'm not just going around eating people in general in dire circumstances yes what would you do trudeau (laughs) riddle me that (laughs) i don't think it would be him specifically putting you in jail i think it would be the district attorney is that a thing in canada (laughs) i don't fucking know it is do we have da's damn i really don't know (laughs) Maybe we should find out who would be deciding our fate if this happens. Yeah, I watch too many true crime, like, stories from America. Yeah. So most of what I know from the legal system is American. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, 
someone would prosecute you, whether it be the victim's family. <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know that. I don't know, I guess. But here's the other thing is like if there's only three of you. OK, on the captain's boat where this happened, there was only two left. So you would just have to keep it hush hush with one person. And no one would oh, ever so know. so you're trying to go underhand with it. I'm saying I'm going to come forth and be like, listen, man, I did what I had to do. And you're <laughs> like, let's just fucking not tell them about it. <laughs> you guys come off that boat plump after fucking 89 days? <laughs> I'm sure they weren't plump, Samantha. They were there for know. three months. How long can one? They were sucking on that marrow. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> I don't know, man. What, what would you say then if they were like, what did you, how'd you survive, guys? Well, I would say that we ate the the deceased we had some salty bread (laughs) (laughs) because i this is what i think i think that if we ate people who who perished from the elements i don't think that they would so you would lie i would say that there were some men who perished from the elements and we ingested them (laughs) so you're saying it in such a roundabout i would just omit the truth i guess yeah. If they specifically asked me, did you kill anyone? I don't know what I would say. I would make sure that I wasn't the one to pull the trigger. Wow, you are fucking like <laughs> just cutthroat on this fucking boat. All morals out the window. Some, if someone else did it, then it wasn't me. You know what I mean? I just partook you, in the yeah, feast Yeah, you after. partook. In the feast, I was accessory after the fact. Oh my God. <laughs> This is the most premeditated. You better hope you don't fucking end up in this situation because they're going to use this tape in court, man. And be like, for sure she knew what she was doing. She orchestrated this without a doubt. They go into my search histories. It's all about the 1820s whaler. Uh, Oh, God. Anyway, yeah, I'll be out living my life and you'll be in jail for murder. No, I'll be on the fucking island. Like I said from the jump, I I at no point was like, let's resort to cannibalism. I was like, let's go on a fucking island and forage. Jesus. (laughs) Forage. You're like, let's just have a little white lie. Let's just kill a guy. Let's just make sure I'm not the one with my finger on the trigger. Uh, (laughs) Oh, my God. I like exhaled so hard laughing that like my chest cramped up. Oh my lord. Um I'm not Between this and the passengers episode. What did I say on that? You were like, fuck Emily. (laughs) Fuck that bitch. Sorry I'm better at your job. Oh yeah. We know we don't want Alyssa around in a survival situation. Because she will survive for sure. Yeah, I will. Uh, uh, at the cost of everyone else. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, I wasn't <clears throat> suggesting cannibalism. They did it. Okay, I had a starting point, and it was them. It wasn't yeah. me. I wasn't like, why didn't you just eat someone? <laughs> uh, That's not how I went into it. You went down that path a lot swifter and heavier than I did you were like well now that I'm here yeah because I researched it for hours okay so I had a lot of time to think about it I can sleep on it and I can still come back and tell you that I don't think but you would if you were in that situation you would you would okay if I was in this situation where it was dire enough that I was brought to the point where I could eat another human being I don't think that I would like have the wherewithal to be like 
you put your finger on the trigger. <laughs> you do this because I don't want the legal implications. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. So. Anyway, that's all I have for you today, folks. That was, yep. Did you enjoy that story? I did, yeah. Oh, good. I mean, yeah, it kind of trailed off at the end there in a way that I wasn't uh, hoping for, but. The cannibal stuff? Yeah, yeah, the cannibal stuff. Okay. <laughs> See you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>